It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be joined by a manager, promoter, trainer, matchmaker and all-round good guy, Mr. Cole Greaves. How are we, mate? Oh, good, Oscar. Thank you. Good, good. Um, yeah, just said to you, love the background. It is the best background anyone's got on Zoom <laughs> by a mile. Top man, thanks, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to start with a man who has one of the best nicknames in the sport, the pint-sized powerhouse, Ryland Cholton. Um yeah, YouTube linked up was put on socials yesterday, and yeah, just talk to us about how that come come around. Yeah, really pleased with the link up. Um, obviously, I've got a big history with Dan Naylor, his manager. I used to manage Dan back in back in the day, and obviously, he's always known that um, I'm good at what I do. Um, he's seen that the work that I've done with the fighters over the years, especially David Avanesian, and um, yeah, he gave me a call a couple of weeks ago and just said. Um, He'd like to come down and uh, bring Ryland down to give him a trial with me as a trainer. Uh, love what I did with him, and uh, yeah, chose me to train him. So we're really excited about the uh, about the link up. Yeah, I didn't realise until the other day actually that you had a bit of history with Dan when I was talking to him um, about this link up because Dan came on about a year ago and spoke about sort of his life as a journeyman at times in the sport. So you and Dan go way back then. Yeah, we go back a long way. Um, obviously, he used to be trained by Frank Vries, who I'm very close to. He's part of Ryland's team as well. He's the coachman. So it's like an all linked up together again, um, the old team. So, yeah, really excited about it. And, um, yeah, Dan was a good fire. I mean, he chose to go on the road. He didn't want to sell the tickets. Uh, very talented. Would have done a lot better if he could sell tickets. But he just chose that that path and um, did fantastic. Boxed some big names. And it was a lot, lot better than his record, obviously. But um, now he's, he's a good fighter. He knows the game as well. Um, we've got a good link. And, um, yeah, we've got, I'm really, really pleased that we've got back together. Yeah, I mean, Ryland going to take a completely different path. Just out of interest, Cole, what do you look for when 
just in general, when you think about taking on a fight, because obviously, like I said, Dan's brought him down. You'll do a bit of work on the pads. It all has to gel and you have to like the guy as well. But what are the sort of attributes you look for in a fight? Yeah, well, obviously, one thing you can notice with Ryland is he's got a massive art. He's got the will to win. He's a big puncher and uh, he excites me. His style was really exciting when I've seen him in the past and He's somebody that I've looked at and I thought, you know what, it'd be a good partnership with me. I'd do a good job with Ryland. And obviously, I've never, ever mentioned into the training him. He just come out of the blue, really. But yeah, he's the type of fighter that I like to work with. He's my style. Um, listen, one thing you can't, tra- tra- can't train his heart and desire in the world to win. And he's got that in abundance. The rest will just fall into place. We've got a lot of technical work to do. He's never obviously trained the way I have. Um, I can see that what we've done, in, what we've already already done. So, yeah, I mean, definitely a, a, a very talented fighter and got a lot to offer. And um, hopefully that I'm the man to to bring it out of him. What did you take from his loss to Florian? Obviously, you wouldn't have watched it live, I imagine, because it was what two fights before David fought Josh. But now, I imagine you have seen it. What did you take from Ryland's performance? It was just too big for him, Florian. He should never have been in there riding at Walter Way. Um, whatever the reasons, I don't know. But listen, he had a go. It didn't work out. I mean, he weighed in at, what was it, 10 stone 4. By all accounts, he only got in the ring at 10 stone 8, which was crazy. He had been given a lot of size away to Florian. But listen, take nothing away from Florian. He's a very, very good fighter. Um, a good prospect himself and, and he's got a big future ahead of him. But... Um, Listen, we're going to bring Ryland down. We're going to look at it. I mean, he'd done four runs in six weeks when he come to me. We got him on the scales. It was, what was it, 10 stone nine? You know what I mean? He's a stone over the lightweight division. So, you know what I mean? 140 is a definite uh, weight for him, but we're going to look and bring him down to 135 and what a force he'll be at that weight. You know what I mean? If we do it properly, you know what I mean? Get a good nutritionist on board and... Bring him down to 135, he's going to be a danger man at that weight for sure. I mean, even at 140 is a is a big problem for people at that weight. So, yeah, that's one thing I was really shocked about when I saw what what, what he was weighing. He should never, ever have been there in, in there at welterweight. And um, so let's just hope that Matt shouldn't get behind him. I know Eddie likes him. I think Eddie's going to give him another chance in the home corner at his proper weight. Um, like you say, we're going to assess it, whether it's going to be 140 or 135, but either either way is going to be a big problem. Yeah, I mean, Eddie said almost immediately after that he feels like Ryland could be a problem. Um, we saw how he dispatched the Joe Laws. Just thinking about Ryland at uh, potentially 135, that could be such a tasty fire. Almost like, not similar to David, but I can already picture perhaps the mould of the way David sort of fights and you're shaking your head. Yeah. Is that the sort of thing we're going to expect from Ryland? Just going in there and... I know, playing to his advantages because his advantages when he uses them, he can go far. Listen, you've got to work to Ryland's strengths. You know what I mean? He's a very, very strong fighter. He's very, very heavy-handed. You know what I mean? We've got a little bit of polishing up to do, but he'll be a proper force, I'm telling you, when we get him at the right weight. And uh, listen, look at what he did to Joe Laws at a couple of weeks' notice, and that was really at welterweight. And I think that was why he got talked into fighting Florian at the same weight because of what he did to Joe Laws. So, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely going to be um, a big asset to the to the sport. Definitely at um, lightweight. I mean, even like I said, super lightweight. So, yeah, let's just see what happens. And then now we progress. But uh, I'm really excited about it.
what level does he go in first off? I mean, he can clearly hold his own. Um, if he nails the right way, he does jump back in with someone. Do you go light and then uh, almost build him up again? Or do we get people... Um, or do we get him in a fight where people are calling it a 50-50? Because that's what it was like with Marco. People were saying this is a 50-50. Does Ryland jump back into one like that? Yeah, I mean, listen, he's had two, on paper, two hard fights back-to-back. -back. I mean, obviously, he made light work of Joe Lord, but the Florian Marco fight was very, very tough. And in my opinion, he needs a comeback fight. Um, you know what I mean? Like a 70-30, 60-40 in his favour because it was a very tough fight against Florian. He took some heavy shots. He showed massive art, like I say. I mean, he even had Florian on the floor. So that just proves what sort of character he is. But it should be nice to bring him back, whichever way we decide, to bring him back, get him a, a good win, good confidence booster. And then we can push on again, looking at like the English titles. Um, that's what we want, really. And then move on from there. Yeah, I know the championship circulars came out today and was it Myron Mills and Lucas Ballingall at 135? So I, I suppose Ryland's already been speaking to you about people he's got his eye on, I guess. Yeah, well, Ryland don't really follow the game as such. You know what I mean? He's not really a big boxing fan. Um, obviously, he's in the game and he'll have a little nosy about, but he'll leave that down to Danny's manager and Dan will speak to me to see what the right options are and what the right fights to take and we'll speak between us. But... Listen, I'm not bothered about anybody in the country at 135 or 140 for Ryland. Is that good? You know what I mean? He's very, very heavy-handed. He can knock you out with both fans. He's got power in both fans. And that's why he's got the nickname. So, um, yeah, let's just see. But we'll just take one step at a time. We'll make baby steps. We'll have a see how we gel together, see the work we do. I'll bring him on and then um, we'll look at who he's going to fight next. Is he one of those that's like um, perhaps a... Uh managers and a trainer's blessing and a curse. You said he don't follow the game, so perhaps he'll go into things blindsided, which can be a positive, can be a negative. And we spoke earlier, you said about how he's fearless. You could see against Florian, he'd have stayed in there till it's dangerous. Is he one of them fighters that's like got the blessing and a curse side to if you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes when you've got a fighter that don't really follow the game, you know what I mean? He ain't got no fear going in there with anybody. It was a bit like Sam Bowen, he don't really follow the game. You know what I mean? He'll just fight anybody and he don't really know who they are. So... You haven't got these kids that study in the game. I mean, these kids that study the game is following it all the time, watching every little move these fighters are making. You know what I mean? They're the ones that's more harder work to deal with. Um, but no, I mean, obviously with Florian, not really a big boxing fan. It's a bit easier for him to, or for us to do a jobs. Obviously, Dan hasn't got a problem where he's got to pick and choose. He'll do the right thing, get the right opponent for Ryland. Yeah. Well, we look forward to seeing Ryland back in the ring and obviously uh, you at the helm doing your thing. Um, let's move on to the hot property, David Avanesian. Um, You last spoke to Umar in the change room after that night at Wembley Arena. It must just be pleasing for you seeing the reaction of the fans because obviously you believed in David. You guys were so, you know, ultra confident. We knew how good David was. No one was denying that. Now we know he's very fucking good. So it must be pleasing for you to see like the reaction of people now giving him that praise and you sort of seeing the journey till now, I suppose. Yeah, it's been a fantastic journey and obviously uh, his manager, Neil Marsh, has done an amazing job with David. Um, we've turned out a good team. He had faith in me. It was a bit like, uh, Neil's done, a, Dan's done a bit like what Neil did with David, brought him down, had a trial with me. 
David really enjoyed what I did with him. He chose me as his trainer, and obviously look at the look at the road we've gone, and look on the journey we've gone. So it's a bit similar with uh, with Ryan. He's brought him down, Dan, and gave me a trial and like what he saw and uh, wants me to train him. So let's hope we can go on the same journey. What a remarkable story that will be. But, I mean, it's crazy, really, because everything I said, what would happen in the Josh Kelly fight happened. It was um, it was brilliant. I mean, I predicted it near enough off to a tee, apart from probably a couple of rounds earlier than he expected. I said exactly what was going to happen. It was exactly what did happen. I knew Josh Kelly would start fast. Uh, look good, probably give David problems early on, probably David even lose the first few rounds, which he did. And then David would gradually wear him down and get to him. And that's what happened. It was unbelievable how it all, how it all worked out. Well, yeah, because before um, I knew I was going to speak to you today, I had a look on the YouTube dashboard to put your name in. It comes up with the videos in the last time you was on it and you did pinpoint the rounds, I think, by one or two. So you must have a couple of rich friends then, surely? Yeah, well, I lost money because I predicted... Between seven and nine. I mean, like I had the interview on Sky after the fight and uh, I'm so embarrassed when I watched that back, mate. I should never have said what I did. I said, look, I said, I'm a little bit good, like, because they had 500 pounds on round seven, but it was round seven to nine. But either way, I shouldn't have said it. I mean, adrenaline was going. And uh, after, I'm a bit embarrassed when I watch it back. But no, I mean, I, did lose, I lost money. You wouldn't believe it, would you? I mean, I know a few of us had between seven and nine. Like I say, we didn't predict it to go so soon, but we knew David would get to him. So, um, yeah, it's crazy that he did it in round six and we all had round seven to nine. But listen, that's the way it goes. I'm just over the moon. We got the got the victory and we can move on now to massive fights. Mate, people have done worse things when the adrenaline's running on TV. Don't you worry. Um, well, look, one fight to get some mouth and obviously will be him and Conor Ben. Um, can we take it back to last week? Actually, before I take it back to last week, let's just sit here now and say, does David have a fight secured? Is there anything in the works or is there anything of any other stage of negotiation, perhaps, as we sit here now? Yeah, I can't say your names, but um, there's big negotiations going on with, obviously, Eddie and, uh, and Neil. Um, there's talks. It's going to be a massive fight if it comes off a very, very big fight. So um, we're all excited about that. We're waiting on the news. Like you say, at that level... It's not easy making a fight. There's a lot of things, boxes to tick and negotiating to do at that top level. So Neil's Neil's working working hard with with Eddie and Matchroom to to get the uh, right right fight. And uh, the thing we've got, it's looking gonna like it's looking like it's gonna be a very very tough fight. But listen, you're at that level now. Not gonna be no easy fights at top world level. So we'll see what happens. And um, obviously, if it comes off. And, uh, and we win, we move on to a big world title fight. If David loses, then he can always look at the likes of Conor Ben and fighters like that. So the Conor Ben fight will always be there, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, I just had to quickly ask if there's anything in the works, because like you said, it's a fight the fans would want to see. Um, just what were your thoughts on Conor's win the other night? Obviously, a sensational win. Um, you're a man who knows the game. I don't know what you can really take from 82 seconds. He looked the nuts. But uh, yeah, what were your thoughts on... Connor's 82 seconds. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I mean, he went out there, you know what I mean, caught Vargas early, hurt him, didn't let him off the up, backed him up, wouldn't stop throwing punches. A few flush ones went in and they gave the referee no choice. 
I mean, people that don't know, know the game have been saying to me, why didn't you give him a standing count? But obviously, in professional boxing, you don't have standing counts. You've got to go down to get a count. So, in my opinion, the referee had no choice. I mean, Vargas was upset because he's a tough man. And listen, he might have weathered the storm. And if he'd have weathered the storm, it would have been interesting. We'll see what happened. But, um, listen, take nothing away from Connor. What a great performance. What a great victory. And um, he's flying high. I mean, Tony Sims has done an amazing job with him. Full credit to him. He took him from a raw novice to obviously fringe world level at the moment. Um, so we'll see where our father journey goes. But he's definitely not ready for David yet. You notice that they never, no, not one person mentioned David the whole night. I mean, obviously in the interviews, there was talking of her opponents, but David wasn't mentioned. And I think they know and an art that Connor's probably one or two fights away from David yet. So listen, I'm taking no, uh, giving. Connor, all the respect and credit he deserves. He did fantastic. And um, if the cross, if him and David ever box in the future, it'll be one hell of a fight because um, that's the sort of like styles they'll gel together and they'll have an all-out war, in my opinion. So it's a great fight down the line if it ever does happen. So let's just see. Yeah, I mean, let's say theoretically David wasn't in negotiations for a fight. We know David will fight anyone. So is that the crucial aspect? Because you said other names were mentioned. There, there's probably no ifs and buts around David because we've seen Amir Khan tweet sort of saying it's not really going to happen. Sean Porter said it, I think, on a podcast yesterday. Is that the crucial aspect as, as to why it could work at some point with David? David's not going to turn it down. No, listen, David will fight anybody, but at the end of the day, it's an Irish low reward fight for David. I mean, he's at a level that Connie wants to get to. I mean, he's European champion. He's had four back-to-back -back victories, all stoppages. So he's proved he's above European level, David. So now he wants to go and get the world title again. I mean, he's been a world champion in the past. So we want to get back to that, to that, um, to that level. So Let's just see. But, I mean, David deserves to be pushing on for a world title fight. And Conor, look, need, Conor needs to be looking at fighting for the European title. But, obviously, not not against David. I mean, if David goes on to fight for a world title, then I'm sure that the uh, European will become vacant and Conor can fight for that. And then if David loses for the world title, world title eliminator, and he can probably challenge um, Conor on the way back down. So, we'll have to just see. But there's plenty of talks, plenty of, a lot going on. You know, it's interesting times. The wildweight division stacked with talent. And uh, what a great division to be in and exciting times ahead. They're just mouth-watering fights everywhere. Um, one more thing. If Conor Ben was to fight Amir Khan, because this was sort of the most push, like you said, David wasn't really mentioned on Sky. A few guys thrown about. Amir Khan was like the main focus, I suppose. If they were to fight, real crossroads fight. Um, yeah, how would you see that playing out? Listen, you'd have to favour Connor after what he did to Vargas. I mean, Amir had a bit of trouble with Vargas, was put down. I know he beat him quite convincingly on points. He had him down a couple of times as well. But, I mean, it's a fight really that I don't think Amir will take for starters. I mean, what's he going to gain out of that? I mean, he's going to be looking at a cash-out fight now, a big name himself to someone. I mean, I know he wants a Cal Brook fight. I mean, it's past its sell-by date to me, but it's still a big fight. Um, so it's an interesting one. You'd have to favour Connor. I mean, we don't know what Amir's got left. He's been out of the ring a couple of years now. He's in the twilight of his career. So we don't know. I mean, Connor's a young, hungry, up and coming fighter. Does Amir Khan really want that at this stage? I don't think so. All right, good stuff. Um, Carl, thanks for jumping on with me and 
like I said, at some point, hopefully, um, whether it be now, a year, two years' time, even for a world title, David and Connor could get it on. And um, yeah, I didn't want to push you too hard because I know you probably can't see much about what's going on with David. But if it's going to be big, um, yeah, mate, I look forward to seeing what it is. Really am. Yeah, let's hope for the next week or two we'll have an announcement. I know Neil's working very hard uh, with Matchroom and um, there's been a couple of names dropped chucked to us and the big names. So we'll just see what happens. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.